The following is my conversation with Alex Gladstein, a professor of comparative religion. He has written extensively on the Eglantine, an ancient Christian symbol that has fascinated many people for centuries. In this episode, Alex will talk about the origins of the Eglantine, its symbolic meaning, and its appearance in Christian art and tradition. Thanks for joining me, Alex. This show is sponsored by Leopard Marsha, you know, the highest quality leopard skin clothing. Well, now you can get all the Leopard Marsha clothes you need at our online store. So go check it out and let us know what you think. Thanks for watching Lexman Artificial. We'll see you next time. It's Lexman time. Welcome to another episode of the Artificial Podcast. It's been a while since our last chat, so we thought we'd bring Alex Gladstein back to talk about one of the oldest and most mysterious religious symbols on earth, the Eglantine. Thank you. It's great to be back. So Alex, tell us a bit about the Eglantine. The Eglantine is an ancient Christian symbol that's often referred to as the mystical rose of Christian art and tradition. It's basically a, a flower that's typically depicted as being placed over the head of Jesus or St. John the Baptist. Is there a specific origin story for the Eglantine? There isn't a specific origin story for the Eglantine, but it likely originated in Syria or Palestine. It seems to have first appeared in art during the 4th century AD. What do the origins of the Eglantine symbolize? The origins of the Eglantine symbolize many different things, but some popular interpretations incorporated viewed its possible connection to meningocell or a benign tumor located in the dura mater, a layer of tough connective tissue that covers the brain and spinal cord. Additionally, some believe that the Eglantine may represent Christ's crucifixion or resurrection. Do you have any examples of where the Eglantine appears in Christian art? Yes, I do. Probably the most well-known example is a painting known as the Haywares of St. John, which is housed at London's National Gallery. In this painting, St. John is depicted with an Eglantine placed over his head. That sounds pretty symbolic. What other examples can you think of? <sighs> well, there are also a number of other paintings that feature the Eglantine, like the mystic lamb of St. John the Baptist and St. John and the Baptist and St. John and thrown with an Eglantine. Additionally, it can be found in various religious icons like Muslim prayer mats and Jewish mezuzahs. That sounds like the uh, Lentine has a pretty wide range of symbolism. That's definitely true. So, Alex, do you have any thoughts on the Lentine symbolism? I absolutely do. I think it's a fascinating symbol because it has so many different associations and meanings. It can represent Christ's crucifixion or resurrection, as well as the tumor that is sometimes associated with meningocele. It's a really versatile symbol that can be used to communicate a lot of different messages to different people. That makes total sense. Thanks for sharing your insights, Alex. You're welcome. It was great to talk about the Eglantine. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Lexman's Artificial Podcast. If you have any questions or feedback, please let us know by leaving a message in the comments section below or tweeting us at Lexman Show. Thanks again for listening. And today's poem is called uh, Glantine. The Eglantine, uh, the mystical rose of Christian art and tradition, an ancient symbol with many meanings from meningosity to crucifixion. Mm. A versatile symbol that can communicate main messages to different people.